Welcome to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope you are equipped by this message from Pastor Tom Lively. For more information about our church, please visit foundationchurchfl.com. I'd like to commend the zeros of Canadian pastors for speaking up against the government for jailing one of your own and seizing a church on private property, which they've erected a 10-foot high fence around the church. Important to do your best to fly under the radar and let the guy hang. Hashtag the backslidden church. That's why you need to listen to Jonathan Shuttlesworth. America's evangelist in my mind. This is serious business and these are serious times. It doesn't mean for you to walk around with ominous music being played, with your head hung low, thinking everything is over. That is not what I'm talking about. This is a time of great victory for the church. Obviously, obviously not for the Canadian church. You're quiet right there. And it's really, listen, here's the thing. What needs to happen in the Canadian church is the same thing that needs to happen in the American church. Is that you can pretty much forget the people that have chosen to lock down, quarantine themselves, bathe themselves in alcohol gel 24-7, wear masks around. You can pretty much, you know, it may sound mean to you, you can write them off. I'm not talking about they're beyond repentance or anything else. But it's been, a, you know, we're on day 390-something of 15 days to flatten the curve now. Either they're going to learn or they're not. It's up to them. We've preached all that we can preach. What needs to happen is a new generation of believers. A new, brand new generation, a Reddit crowd. There's a bunch of, I've said this before, I'll say it again. If you go on like Reddit, it's a pretty much a liberal, whatever you call it, a social media site. But they're skeptical of everything on there. I'm talking about the generation that runs from about 18 to 25 right now. They know that the Republicans are full of garbage. They know the Democrats are full of garbage. They're not trusting anything or anybody. They are in the right place to be because they're actually cold. They're not hot. They're not cold. They're not either. They're not lukewarm. There's an opportunity right there to win them. And that's what needs to happen. You can listen to people that, are, that believe that they're saving lives and they're full of virtue by wearing their masks around. They're zombie apocalypse people. They're gone. I'm telling you. I'm not saying they can't repent. They can. There's been a few people that have strolled in here that have repented of it. You don't see any masks in here because mask wearers don't survive in here. Because I, they don't. They just don't make it. Because I am not going to accommodate the lie that you're wearing around your face. The reason why, the reason why the Canadian church, his name is Pastor Coates, the reason why they've allowed him to hang out by himself, I don't even, I know his doctrine is pure as far as, you know, you have to, Jesus is the only way and you have to be saved. I don't know what else Pastor Coates preaches, but, they, but what he did was kept his church open and they closed and, and they, for, listen, they hauled him off to jail. They, they, they actually released Wanton felons, rapists and murderers, and kept him in. Because they released the rapists and murderers for COVID. But kept him in the whole time and didn't allow him to be visited by his family. Tell me, again, you know what's so funny is, and right now the Montreal police are calling Rebel News Jew media. You, listen, absolute power corrupts absolutely. I was a cop for 25 years. 
And they've given these cops absolute power in the United States and Canada, running around arresting people for not wearing masks because you aren't six feet apart. They've become a bunch of jackbooted thugs is what they are. I'm not saying every cop, I'm just saying, on, I can't even say on the whole, I can just flat out tell you, absolute power corrupts absolutely. You don't give people power to go around to somebody, excuse me, I don't believe you're six feet apart. What, do they have a tape measure? You're in violation. Uh, you are 5.7 inches apart, 5.7 feet apart, so you're in violation. Here's a $1,500 fine for you. While they close your businesses, they don't care. The cops don't care. The pastors don't care. The pastors haven't lost their jobs. It's been everybody else. These are serious times. Don't allow yourself to be pulled into the lies of the modern church. The Bible is the same. Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. For I am the Lord, I change not. Hebrews 13, 8. Malachi 3, 6. Colossians chapter 2, verse 8 says this. Do not allow yourselves, these are my words right now, do not allow yourselves to be pulled into the lies of the modern church. Colossians 2, 8 says this. See to it that no one takes you captive through hollow and deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world rather than on Christ. Don't let it happen to you. Now, you might already be living in the lies. And if you are, it's time to repent because these are serious times and they require require serious action and serious repentance. Again, none of this has to be ominous. Repent in joy. Once you find out you're wrong, just repent. If you already are living in the lies of thinking you can't lose your salvation, are you going to tread right on that time? Yeah, why not? John Calvin was wrong the day he was born. John Calvin was wrong the moment he started writing things down. When he was burning Armenian believers at the stake, fact, he was wrong then too. Maybe you're wrong and maybe you're already bought into the lies. Remember what the lies are based on, hollow and deceptive philosophy. Great swelling words of emptiness. Thinking miracles ended at the last apostle called cessationalism. Do you believe that? That that the miracles ended when the last apostle died? Just go be a Catholic. Just go be a Catholic. And living in the lies of accommodating sin? Well, you know, God's grace is bigger than sin. No, it's not. He sent Jesus for it. He sent Jesus to die for it. You don't sit there and accommodate sin. You repent of it. Living in the lies of avoiding the truth in the name of love? Well, we don't really discuss that sin here in the church. Explain that to me biblically. Avoiding saying words like repentance, judgment, hell, homosexuality is sin. Those are all lies. It's all lies if you're avoiding saying things like that. You're a liar if you don't say to your church that homosexuality is a sin. You're a liar if you don't preach to your church. That whatever you bind is bound and whatever you loose is loose. And you don't need to be afraid of the Kung flu. You're a liar. Well, you know, we believe in being community partners and good neighbors here. And, you know, since Chili's closed, 
the church of Yahweh, the mighty God of Israel. Might as well close too because we're on the same level as Chili's. Living in the lies of avoiding saying repentance, judgment, hell, homosexuality, sin, transgenderism is perverse. Say it. Why won't you say it? Living in the lies of avoiding saying I'm not a racist simply because I'm white. You're afraid to say it? I'm not a racist. I don't care what you think. The head of the FBI, Joe Biden, and head of the FBI, Christopher Wray, and then Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, the rest of the left are telling you the most grievous threat to America is white nationalism, white supremacy, terrorism. Where? If it was true, I'd preach it. Where is it? I don't see it. The only white, white terrorism I see are a bunch of pasty-faced white kids, 150 pounds, filthy, rotten, rich, marching down the streets of Portland, breaking every glass window they see. That's the only white, that's the only white, but they're not, they're not white supremacists. To speak the truth, if it was, I'd preach it to you. I'd come out and say, white supremacy is a grievous problem inside the evangelical movement. The military in our country has been shut down for the last 60 days. Do you know that? They're on an official stand down. Why? To root out extremism in the ranks. Lies. I want you to name all the white extremist events that you've seen happen in the military. Lies. Has it happened? Of course it's happened. Of course there's corrupt cops that have wrongly killed black people. That has happened. And there's also corrupt cops that have wrongly killed Latino people and white people. It happens. They're armed. It's going to happen. But truth is still truth. You don't need to go out in front of your congregation because the pigment of your skin is white and say, I'm not a racist. You don't need to dedicate months of services because of wrong, wrong killing, saying to everybody, I'm not a racist, I'm not a racist. Come on, prove. Let's get it. You know what? We have one or two black people in our church. Let's have them come up and tell us we're not racist. You might already be living in the lie of the vernacular of church fam and better together, taking pictures of yourself with peace signs with puckered lips. Welcome to our church. <laughs> what happened to the gospel? Hearing, hearing words, verbiage like it's loving to lock down. It's loving to take a gene-altering vaccine. Tommy, you anti-vax? Yes. Will you ever take the COVID-19 vax? No. Not in a million years. Just came out that 40% of the Marine Corps is refusing it too. A lot of Marines are birthed in places like this church. They're like, forget you, pal. I'm not putting some mRNA vaccine that alters my own biochemistry. Forget it. It's not a vaccine, by the way. Pfizer's and Moderna's are not vaccines. Johnson & Johnson, they're gene-altering. They're mRNA. They are not nothing to do with a vaccine. Don't be destroyed for lack of knowledge. People are dying all over the world from these vaccines. AstraZeneca is a vaccine, but it causes your blood to clot. That's a great deal inside your body. Where, you know where you want your blood to clot? Outside. 
See how smart I am? You may already be blind. You need to, am I saying you? I'm saying you. Examine yourselves as to whether you are in the faith. You may already be blind due to deceptive philosophy, which depends on human tradition and the elemental spiritual forces of this world. Check your soul. Check it. Not just on the whole, specifically in every area of your life. Check it. Am I right on healing? Am I right on marriage? Am I right on finances? Am I right on baptism in the Holy Spirit? Am I right on church? Check yourself. But a lot of people are already blind, not knowing that vaccine passports, COVID passports, green passes, common passes, Excelsior passes, all which are already happening, and yet the church still doesn't acknowledge it. We're going to acknowledge it today, as if we haven't already. Those things are a prelude to Revelation chapter 13, 16 through 18. And he causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand or on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. Are you doing that? What does it mean to calculate the number of the beast? You look out and you say, hmm, vaccine passports is kind of strange. There's nobody preaching this outside of a few. We, we have a bunch of pastors preaching today, seven steps to a better you. Laugh your way to a good marriage? Why are you not preaching to the times all around you, you coward? You afraid that it'll invalidate your church closure? Well, if I preach about vaccine passports, that means I was wrong the whole time. You have been anyway. You've been wrong since you closed your church, and now look where we're at. Congratulations, modern church. Now we got vaccine passports. Well, this, I remember all the art church pastors. Uh, this isn't our fight. This isn't our time. When it's time to fight, then we'll fight. You never will fight, you big freaking gelding. You will never do it. You'll never do it. It was an easy fight back in March of 2020. Stand up. What are you afraid of? Paul takes a viper in Acts chapter 28, verses 3 and 5, he takes a viper and throws it into the fire after it's attached to him, and you can't stand up to a point one post-infection death rate? Average age of death of COVID is 80? You, you can't, this is not our fight. This is not our time. We need to be community partners, good neighbors. Chili's is closed. So we're going to close. Here is wisdom. Let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast. It's not so much about 666. Stop looking for it. What does it say here? For, the, for it is the number of a man. I'm going to tell you. I'm telling you right now. This is my opinion. Take it or leave it. It'll be a swiped barcode. 
That's the number of a man. That's how we live. Ching, ching. That's what we do. His number is 666. You better come out from among them and be separate. You better no longer conform to the pattern of this world. Where is the church? Because here's the thing. The modern church, their pied pipers are blind. The modern church might as well just go ahead and sign up with the Democratic Party because they do everything they tell them to do. Who, do you ever notice who it is behind masks? Who it is behind lockdowns? What's the worst COVID numbers in the, in the country right now? Who has them? Nope, Michigan. They've been locked down for forever. They work. It has nothing, work has nothing to do with it. It's who will comply. Who can we get? You know, we've already told them. Look how stupid they are. We got them to just close their, there's people who lost everything. And they believe they're saving lives. Whose lives are you saving? Do you believe there's 550,000 people died of COVID? Do you believe it? To explain to me how that's possible when the exact same amount of people died in 2020 is 19. Overall death count is identical statistically. That's it. The death count, we, we're the only ones on the planet that count our deaths the way that we do. And it was changed. How we count deaths was changed in March of 2020. After a 17-year run, 2003 to 2020, the CDC counted deaths this way. Line one, this is what they did. This is how they manipulated 550,000 deaths without ever increasing our overall death count. This is how they did it. And everyone bought into it, and everyone's destroyed for lack of knowledge. If you want to pull up this study, you can. It's found in the national file. It is a peer-reviewed study by physicians. What the CDC did under the leadership of Robert Redfield was change line one and line two of death certificates. I know I've told you this before, but there's a few that haven't heard it. What they did was, it used to be line one was your pre-existing conditions is what caused your death. And what they did was switch it. And, what, and, and then line two, line two was, uh, was basically if something else came in along the way, mitigating factors such as a flu. So if you had stage four lung cancer, line one, but the flu finished you off, line two. They flipped them. That's an absolute fact. You can pull it up anywhere. There's not one doctor who won't confess to it. Happened when? Oh, lo and behold. Surprising how it all works out. When was it changed? After 17 years, it was changed in March of 2020. And now somebody who's in hospice with three days to live gets COVID and they had stage four lung cancer. They get COVID, COVID line one, cause of death. Line, line one is cause of death. Line two are mitigating factors. They've switched it. They put the cause at line two and the mitigating factor at line one. And the COVID didn't even ever have to be tested for it to be the cause of death or if to be on line one, it just had to be at the presumption of a physician. Person coughs once, COVID, and $39,000 to the hospital. That's exactly what happened. That study says that our death count is off by 1,600%. 
In other words, it's been the same from day one because the CDC had to confess a few months ago that only 6% of the deaths that they're attributing to COVID are solely caused by COVID. Guess, guess what 1,600% is? That's 6%. Take 6% of 550,000 deaths. That's who's really died. Hence the reason there's no excess death count. It doesn't wake anybody. You can say it all you want. I'm preaching to the choir, I know. Maybe there's one or two that's not. It does something for you, lovers of truth, but it does nothing for the rest of the evangelical church, let alone America. I could go preach this right now. I'd be stoned. I'd be getting hit with their Bibles right now. You know, boom, right in the head. You know, you throw a Bible, all the pages would be going out. They'd be all be coming at me right now. How dare you tell us the truth? Yeah, Jesus said that because I tell you the truth. You don't believe me. Stop listening to the Christian idiots. Don't listen to them trying to explain everything away. They've never seen times like this. I don't care what they say. Oh, you know, we've seen this before. When? I've been here 52 years, law enforcement for 25. I've seen more than most. I've never seen anything like this. None of the pastors are preaching about it. There's a few. When I say none, I know there's a few. Don't come to me at the door with your list. I know there's a few. (laughs) They've never seen anything like this. I never have. It absolutely breaks my heart to go out in public. I actually sort of avoid it. It breaks my heart to pull into the Home Depot parking lot of my veterinary office and see Americans so compliant to lies. So compliant to lies. Did you even ever bother to look anything up at all before you decide to cut off 30% of the oxygen you need wearing that stupid designer mask around your custom mask that you had made for you that puts your little symbols on it? Keep the faith. What faith? No fear. What? You're wearing fear. You might as well tattoo fear on your face. People are being led around by their nose ring. Jesus said in Matthew 15, 14, let them alone. The blind leaders of the blind and the blind leads the blind both fall into a ditch. Don't follow Christian idiocy. Well, it's, you know, we're just a loving church. We don't do these. We don't speak like this. You're a non-biblical church. That's not love. You preach the word. How was G- what was Jesus' personality? Far more like mine than, it's not our fight. It's not our time. When it's time to fight, we'll fight. No, you won't. This is, this is easy. This is step one. Again, I say this is serious business. I'm going to read you guys some lists today. I'm going to rapid fire them, though. It's time to move beyond this sort of Christianity. You ready? Here's a long list. Coffee time. No repentance, no responsibility. Same testimony that you've had for decades. You shouldn't have the same testimony as you had 30 years ago. There should be a lot of things happening for you. If there's not, you're off. I didn't say you're going to hell. Look how sweet I am. I didn't say you're going to hell. I said you're off. You're not producing. Victimhood. 
Stop. I mean, I'm not, I didn't mean to stop on these things. I want to read them quick. But I, victimhood drives me nuts. How much longer are you going to blame the person? Even if it is their fault, who cares? Do they care? If they don't care, why do you care? Even if they do care, why do you care? You need to move beyond neutral is an attribute. It is not. It's called lukewarm. Move beyond tone is king. It's all how you say it. It's not true. That's not the Bible. Move off of tone is king and niceness is queen. Move off of false love and false growth. Move off of no fruit, except uh, I, I don't have any fruit on the outside, but it's on the inside. You sound, like just, you sound just like pastor will not fight now. It's not our fight. My fruit's on the inside. It's not our time. My fruit's all on the inner workings of my soul and my being. That's not biblical. If that's what you want to believe, I can't change you. That's not biblical. Salvation should be occurring around you. Healing should be occur, uh, 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 happening around you. People should be seeking you out. And people should hate you sometimes. If nobody ever hates you, you, it's, you ever read Luke 6, 26? Woe to you when all men speak well of you. In the modern churches, oh, happy are, oh, happy are we if all men speak well of us. Oh, we've reached the pinnacle of Christianity. Because everybody loves us. We're part of the community. I come out from the community and be separate. I'm not trying to be, I'm not, I'm not linking myself with the Chamber of Commerce and Planned Parenthood, the YMCA, the Democratic Party, or the Republican Party. I'm not linked with any of them. We need to move beyond these things. Move beyond this sort of Temporal Christianity. This is serious business. I'm going to tell you something. This is why cops end up so screwed up. It's why the FRS loves the police. Because they all croak before they're 60. Because cops get destroyed out there because they actually discover what, what life is all about. I call it the septic world. You go out there and you deal with life and death, and it's not coffee time anymore. Hey, you know what? Can I just give you a call? I want to come and just vomit my victimhood all over you this morning, Pastor. Uh, no. Thank you, though. <laughs> you go out into the real world where people are dead, people blew their own brains out. You see people struggling for life and struggling for breath. You're going to wish that you had power, because that's real. This is serious business. I'm torqued that I lost a brother of mine this week. Torqued, because it never should have happened. I take responsibility. I should have been able to raise him out of his hospital bed. I'm not afraid of it. Why are you? I'm not afraid to say I should have been able to do it, because I should have been able to. Why is everybody afraid to take responsibility like that? Because they're cowards. It's easier to say, well, we know God can heal, but we don't know if he will. He'll be healed on the other side of heaven. I never saw that with Jesus, not one time. 
So I'm all right with a little self-loathing. I'm all right with it. Maybe we should, as James says, turn our laughter into sorrow. Because I can tell you when it's your relative, you're going to want them out of that sick bed. This is real business. This is serious business. This is heaven and hell. You know, all that's going to matter to you someday, all that will matter to you is when you gaze upon the lake of fire and you see one relative of yours chucked in there after another. That will be all that ever matters to you. Scrolling, entertaining, vacations, retirements will not matter to you at all. Your friends, nothing will matter but that. It's coming. It's coming. I don't care what the ark churches say. It's coming. We don't know the day or hour. We don't even know about it, Matthew 24, 36. Serious business, heaven, hell, miracles, judgment, baptism in the Holy Spirit, healing the sick and the dying, power in the Holy Spirit, serious business, the end times falling away, the mark of the beast. You have to face these things. And you hear, how do you face them? You don't face them with sorrow. You don't face them with a hung head. How many are my foes? How many rise up against me? Many are saying on me, God will not deliver him. But you, Lord, are a shield around me. You bestow glory on me. You bestow glory on me, and you lift up my head. That's how you face these things. Can't stand the old Christian movies. Anything having to do with the end times. There's ominous music. Scare everybody to death. It's a great time of victory. You ever read the book of Revelation? Yes. You have to face these things eye to eye without fear. There's nothing to fear for you if you're saved. But you've got to face them and you need to tell other people about it. If you have a relative who's going to hell, find a way to tell them. Why would you not? I've told my whole family they're going to hell. That's why, you know, I'm the pariah. Stop settling for the delusions of growth tracks and Beth Moore Bible studies. The delusions of complementarian marriages. Wives, submit to your own husbands as to the Lord. Husbands, love your wives just as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for her. Ephesians 5, 22 and 25, read it for yourself. All these things are not real. Do you know what is real? I'm gonna read you a chapter of the Bible today. You know what's real? I'll read it to you. Revelation chapter 13, the beast from the sea, verse one. Then I stood on the sand of the sea, and I saw a beast rising out of the sea, having seven heads and ten horns, and on his horns ten crowns, and on his heads a blasphemous name. Now the beast which I saw was like a leopard. His feet were like the feet of a bear, and his mouth like the mouth of a lion. The dragon gave him his power. That's the devil. Gave the beast his power, his throne, and his great authority. And I saw one of his heads as if it had been mortally wounded, and his deadly wound was healed. And all the world marveled and followed the beast. That should sound eerily familiar, like the siren song of the modern world. Who's following what right now? 
They're following one ideology, keep me safe. A lot of people aren't really scared. They're just using that for power. I'll keep you safe. Look at my virtue in keeping you safe. It gives me meaning in life. So they worshiped the dragon and gave authority to the beast, and they worshiped the beast. Who is like the beast? Who is able to make war with him, they would say. And he was given a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies. And he was given authority to continue for 42 months. Then he opened his mouth in, in, in blasphemy against God to blaspheme his name, his tabernacle, and those who dwell in heaven. It was granted to him to make war with the saints and overcome them. And authority was given him over every tribe and every nation. Now, earlier, before all this, let me say, so you don't get depressed, he also, in Revelation chapter 3, he also keeps us for a long time, too, with great victories. All who dwell on the earth will worship him, verse 8, and whose names have not been written in the book book of life of the Lamb, slain from the foundation of the world. If anyone has, has an ear, let him hear. He who leads into captivity shall go into captivity. He who kills with a sword must be killed with a sword. He, he, here is the patience and the faith of the saints. Verse 11, then I saw another beast coming up out of the earth, and he had two horns like a lamb and spoke like a lion. And, his, and he exercises all the authority of the first beast in his presence and causes the earth and those who dwell in it to worship the first beast whose deadly wound was healed. He performs great signs so that even he even makes fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. And he deceives those who dwell on the earth by those signs which he was granted to do in the sight of the beast, telling those who dwell on the earth to make an image to the beast who was wounded by the sword and lived. He was granted power to give breath to the image of the beast, that the image of the beast should both speak and cause many as would not worship the image of the beast to be killed. Here it comes. He causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave, to receive a mark on their right hand and on their foreheads, and that no one may buy or sell except one who has the mark of the name of the beast or the number of his name. Here is wisdom. Let him, cal- let him who has understanding calculate the number of the beast, for it is the number of the man. His number is 666. Why is nobody talking about this? When we're in the midst of green passes, Israel, the entire nation of Israel is under green passes right now. You want to buy or sell? You got to have a green pass. Facts. It's like, Tom, you're telling me that people can't even buy food there? Right now they can can't go to a gym, though. Can't go to a mall. You're, you're not the approved person with your green pass. That's the entire nation of Israel, the entire nation of Denmark, the entire nation of China, the entire state of New York with their Excelsior passes. And pastors want to talk about seven steps to better coffee this morning. Seven steps of spiritual warfare. Spiritual warfare. You, you put down your weaponry a long time ago, coward, when you closed back in March 2020. 53% of, Canadi- of Canadian citizens are on the brink of insolvency. Facts. I'm not making that up. 53% of Canadian citizens are on the brink of insolvency, bankruptcy. Fort Bragg, Army base, 
giant one bans unvaccinated soldiers from working out in the gym. This is all facts. I bought an insert today. This is from the Herald. COVID-19 compulsory immunity passports to be unveiled in 15 countries. By the way, we're one of them. We are one of them. The mass tracking COVID-19. Now, why am I telling you all this? Because there is a restraining that can happen. But you got to know first. You can't be the capitulating, abundant life, acquiescing church. You have to stand. You have to be uncomfortable. You may lose your job. This is serious business, serious times. If you lose your job, what will happen to you? But my God shall supply all your need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. So what are you afraid of? I kept this church open, 40% left. I make my living through this church. They left. Did I change me? Nope. Everywhere I go, the masked people hate me. They're coming after me in the hospital this week. I love this one security guard. She doesn't even have the cojones to come tell me. She tells my friend to come tell me. What do I put out a vibe of some sort? An anointing, that's what I call it. He needs to put his mask on. Come tell me, coward. Come tell me to my face. A mass tracking COVID-19 immunity passport, which will determine if individuals can access basic services like restaurants or need a medical test, is expected to be rolled out in 15 countries as parts of a post-COVID-19 global agenda being spearheaded by Bill Gates, the United Kingdom, the United Nations, and the World Health Organization. According to a report by Zero Hedge, a British cybersecurity company, let me tell you all something, you had better be watching London Way more than you probably are. Eyes are on Beijing. Eyes are on Tehran. You better be watching London. British cybersecurity company VTS Enterprise LTD, alongside some other tech firms, have planned to produce a digital health passport that is expected to contain a COVID-19 test history as well as other relevant health information of an individual across 15 countries. According to the company, the digital health passport is expected to be a pass for individuals to return safely. It's not our fight. To work and resume social interaction. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I can now interact socially. You can take that. I'll interact however I want, clown show. Just like I have from day one. You don't want me around, I'll stay away from you. Other than that, I'm coming in. <laughs> the objectives of this COVID-19 immunity, oh, this is, all, this is all conspiracy theory. Oh, really? Look, let's look at the names. The objectives of this COVID-19 immunity passport is akin to what Bill Gates, the Microsoft millionaire, has been campaigning for, for just before the start of the coronavirus pandemic. Oh, what a surprise. He campaigned for this right before the virus that he caused to be, to be, uh, to be made. 
He gave upward tens of millions of dollars to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. Anthony Fauci gave $7 million of taxpayer money illegally, illegally to the Wuhan Institute of Virology, all for gain-of-function research. Bill Gates throws out event 201, October of 2019. None of this is hidden. It's all on the internet. They're not even ashamed of it. Event 201 to do what? War game, coronavirus outbreaks. He owns patents for, men. listen, do you know there's not just one patent for AstraZeneca, for Pfizer, for Johnson & Johnson. There's 30 or 40 per. He owns multiple, multiple patents in those vaccines. And so does Anthony Fauci, by the way. And so does the CDC. CDC uses your taxpayer money to form, to get, to, to get patents for vaccines that they themselves as private individual scientists then make all the money for. Listen to me, it's corrupt. Stop believing in it if you do. Bill Gates has consistently expressed support for strict lockdown measures. What a surprise. Because the states that lock down the hardest get the sickest and need the most vaccines. The worst states in the country are the ones with the strongest mitigations. It's absolute fact. Measures imposed to contain the spread of the virus and has been lobbying for mass tracking and surveillance technology in the United States. He advocated for voluntary adoption of digital tools so that we can... I don't know what they were that was going. Bill Gates has also advocated that the ability for individuals to attend public events will depend on the discovery of coronavirus vaccine, which he has been working on in collaboration with the WHO. This action and line of thought has drawn criticisms from individuals around the world who have accused the billionaire of trying to create a one world order. His rhetoric is now being echoed by VTS. That's the British company, which is involved in cyber technology project, projects across all 193 member states of the United Nations, as well as endorsement by former Prime Minister Theresa May regarding the new COVID passport. VTS is also working in collaboration with Red Strike Group, a sports marketing consultancy firm, working closely with the English Premier Soccer League to make sure that tickets are only sold to people who have tested negative for COVID-19 and have immunity passports. VTS now is a direct partnership with the UK and 15 other countries. Did everybody hear that? This is not conspiracy theory. This is fact. They won't deny it themselves. Send them an email to VTS and ask them. VTS now has direct partnership with the UK and 15 other countries, including Italy, Portugal, France, India, United States, Canada, Sweden, Spain, South Africa, Mexico, United Arab Emirates, and the Netherlands to produce and deploy this technology. Also in May, the company entered into an agreement with Circle Pass Enterprises, a digital health technology firm which owns the rights to Covi Pass. COVID-19 immunity passport to integrate the V-code into biometric RFID, which I don't know what that means, enabled passports, which will make it accessible via, via mobile phones. This is to make it easier to distinguish between people who have tested positive or negative to the virus, as well as those who, have, who can be allowed to access certain services based on their RI health status. 
as read on the COVID immunity passport. What do you do? Put your head down? No, you fight. You put a smile on your face and fight it. I laugh at these people. I walk around, I, when I walk through Home Depot and everybody's got a mask on, they're giving me a stink eye, I look at them right in the eye. How's it going? You want some of this saliva? Come on. Come on. You want it? This is serious business now. It doesn't mean you have to walk around with your head hung low. It's just serious business. It's not, it's not art church better together. Church fam, don't do life alone. Love thy neighbor, get a vaccine. Not we close because we love. It's not anymore about false ve- uh, fall festivals and delivering donuts to your local school. As a, as a, oh, look at, look at how we're reaching our community. Why don't you raise the dead instead? Why don't you give sight to the blind instead of giving people donuts? Look at us capitulate to the world. Look how we, let's have a car wash. Listen, we need a building here. We'll get into a building. We have hundreds of thousands of dollars in the bank. We will get there. But we're not doing car washes. We're not doing car, don't come up to me with any fundraising ideas. Because the only fundraising idea I have is right here. You need to pray and ask God what you should give, and that's it. We're not doing car washes. We're not selling tickets. You're not going to be able to buy a placard that sits on the back of your seat at the church. If you ever see that, if you ever see that at a church that I'm pastoring, I license Rocky right now, right in front of me, to come and beat the living tar out of me. I won't even fight it. Even if I fought it, he'd win, but I won't even fight it and make it easier for him. No more pastors putting out Jesus rocks while they obfuscate from the pulpit. No more card, you know, I just, I spoke about this in the first service. It drives me nuts. All these art churches, we could go on a bus tour and they're all the same. You walk up there, you walk up to this church and you got all these zombie apocalypse max, mask wearers with their signs that they have, their cardboard cutout signs. We believe, miracles, we love you, better together. You know where those signs should go too. It'll be tough because they're wide, but get them up there. It may be a struggle. The struggle is real. (laughs) You'll either be woken up via an anointed sermon, via conviction, or via experience. I would not choose the last one. You don't want to be woken up when the beast is riding high throughout the world. But we can restrain him. We can. The serious business, Matthew 7, 13 through 15. Enter ye in at the straight gate. For wide is the gate and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat, because straight is the gate and narrow is the way. Narrow is the way, and few there be that find it. It's serious business. What's the last verse? Be aware of false prophets which come to you in sheep's clothing. It's not our time. Let's just love right now. 
It's a time of love. Let's go to our Zoom services and let's just love one another. That's a false prophet. And he said, Jesus said, beware of false prophets. Come to you in sheep's clothing. They're the tone police. They're the sweet people. It's a nice contest, our church. Our church is nicer than your church. (laughs) Our pastor's nicer than your pastor. Let me just tell you, you want to have a nice contest? I'm going to lose every time. You put me up against any pastor in the nation, I'll lose every time. And gladly so. I'd rather be mean and bring people to heaven than be sweet ushering people straight to hell. On earth or heaven. Or on earth or in eternity. Beware of false prophets who come to you in sheep's clothing, but inwardly they are ravening wolves. Not many people make it to heaven. Serious business. That'll matter to you then. Oh, right now, you know, I'm busy. We're building the house and got the kids and we're a little low on juice boxes this week and fruit roll-ups, so I got to get to the store and so busy. Let me get my mask on, the designer mask I got with the purple flowers on it. It's got flowers this week, and last week I did da- lilies, and this week I'm doing daisies, and I'm just real peaceful in my masks. You know, I'm just very loving. Great. You know, not, you know all of that is absolute hogwash. Most people will also take the mark of the beast. Let me shock you with this. Most of the modern church will take the mark of the beast. Amen. Well, Tom, I'm a, pre- I'm a pre-tribber. Well, I hope you're right. It's not what I read. I hope you're right. Certainly not what I've read, though. You know what I believe? I, Revelation chapter 1, verse 3 says this. Blessed is he who reads and those who hear the words of this prophecy and keep those things which are written in it. Amen. So I believe what I've read. Not what other people believe. Doesn't matter who's pre-trib, post-trib, 74% trib, I don't care. What I believe is what the Bible says. And I can tell you that the mark of the beast is Christians still on earth. That's what this says. That's what, oh, that's the people that Jesus comes back, sweeps everybody away, and then people get saved afterwards. That's not what it says here. If that's what you want to believe, go ahead. You want to believe all the, listen, I love Tim LaHaye. You want to believe all the left behind series? Go ahead. It's not what the Bible says, though. You want to believe it? Go ahead. If you're solid, you'll be all right. You're not smart, though. It's not what the Bible says. That's why the church was so easily deceived by the lawn dwarf. The bad Lord of the Rings character, Anthony Fauci. I think it's a good time right now. I don't know what's going on right now. I don't know why Texas is better than Michigan. I don't know. Michigan did exactly what I told him to do, and I don't. It's why the church is so easily deceived by people like that. They're not tough. They don't realize what the Bible truly says. They think it's a nice contest. It's not. I'm not telling you to be rude, nasty, or arrogant to anybody. I'm telling you to stand firm. To be strong and courageous and confident. You should be, I hope you understand what I'm about to tell you. Take it or leave it. You should be burgeoning a little bit on the edge of spiritual arrogance. Confident. Confident. I'm not afraid. I expect to be well. I expect to be prospered. 
I expect to win. Believe it or not, I know this is going to shock some of you. I occasionally get accused of being arrogant. I may go over the edge a little bit. When I've been walking through the hospital lately, in Inglewood Hospital, I spent a lot of my life in that place. As a cop, pastor. But I walk through there now, I look like an arrogant cuss. No, I'm the only one in there without a mask on. I was standing down there right in the middle of their COVID wing. And I happened to be with another pastor who I loved there too. I loved his attitude because he was saying to the nurse, excuse me, why is it that we have to wear all of this? Because what they were asking to do made absolutely no sense whatsoever. The man who we were going to see had been tested a month ago positive for COVID. COVID only lasts 10 days for anybody. Why are we gowning up? You know how many people are in the COVID wing? Inglewood Hospital? At last time I was there, one. Oh, yeah, this is a small community. There's 40,000 people live here. 250,000 in Charlotte County. This is what it took to close the church? No wonder the book of Revelation is so easy for the devil. Revelation 14, 9 through 11. Then a third angel followed them, saying with a loud voice, If anyone worships the beast in his image and receives his mark on his forehead or on his hand, most people will receive the mark of the beast. It will make sense to put it on your forehead. We're here to save your life. I'm here with the government. I'm here to help. This makes sense to most Listen, I've watched... I'm a policy wonk. I have to know why with everything. I watch endlessly. My family's on me right now. I watch things endlessly. My daughter tells me she never sees me. I'm, listen, I'm watching and I'm reading endlessly these things from all different sources. I follow CNN. I do. I want to know what the enemy's saying. Most people will take the mark. It will make perfect sense. If you go around and you watch Christian websites. I was watching, I can't remember the name of it, but it's a well-produced show with a large, sizable studio audience. It's about Christian questions in Australia. They're all vaxxers. I heard a guy's preaching. You need to receive Jesus. They were, they were having a, the typical homosexual debate. Will homosexual, they had homosexuals in the audience and homosexuals on the stage, and will they go to heaven or will they go to hell? And of course, the guy obfuscates. If it was me, I'd look at the homosexual right in his eye and go, if you don't turn from your sin, you're going straight to hell. Tell him that. If I didn't stop watching pornography, I was going to hell. If I didn't stop lying, I was going to hell. What's yours? Why, is it, why, are they, why are they afraid to say it? But these same people who allegedly have some sort of remnant, solid theology of Jesus is the only way, because I did hear that, to give them credit, are all, all pro-vaxxers. Oh, our government, we feel like our government's done a great job. Your economy is on the brink of absolute collapse. You think that? 
Australia's got like 30 or 40 million people and like 900 have died of COVID. If anyone worships the beast and his image and receives his mark on his forehead or, or his hand, he himself shall also drink of the wine of the wrath of God. And it is poured out full strength into the cup of his indignation. I don't want to be swimming in that pool. No, thank you. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone. Tom, what? Is everything have to be this heavy? I didn't make it this heavy. If you have some sort of lighthearted Christian, oh, you know what? Yes, I've got my relatives and, you know, yeah, he's, he's living with his girlfriend. But, you know, he got saved back at First Baptist when he was seven. And I believe he's going straight to heaven if he died today. You're delusional and deceived. And you're causing that to happen with other people because you're so sweet. You're so, your sweetness is causing people to go straight to hell because you're not telling them the truth. You should go up to that cousin, to that aunt, to that uncle, to that nephew, and say to their face, you know that I've, listen, I'm not telling you to do things that are uncomfortable even. God will open doors. If you fill them on one six and you pray to be active in sharing your faith, God will open the door and he will make you walk through doors that are uncomfortable for you and your niceness. Walk through them. You just, listen, you might as well just go my way. Tom, there's people that hate you. I know. I've been cussed my whole adult life. People in the back seat of my police car, your mother's this, your mother's that. Yeah, I got it. I got you. I've been punched, kicked, headbutted in the face. Whatever. I, listen, it's nothing new to me. You better adopt that attitude in, this, in these end times. Doesn't mean you can't enjoy your life. We don't know how many, we don't even know about the day or hour, Matthew 24, 36. We don't know how many days and hours we have left. We don't know how the pendulum will swing one way or the other. But you had better learn to stand up. You'd better have hardcore ideology and theology when it comes to the mark of the beast and COVID passes and vaccine passes and Excelsior cards. Where you look them in the eye and you say, take those things and shove them up your rear end. I will never take the vaccine and don't ever bother putting me out some sort of barcode or anything else. You better be that hardcore. Most of the church is not. Most of the church is going to put the well health safety seal on their door. If you don't know what that is, you are ill-informed. Well Health Safety Seal is a global organization that wants businesses and everybody else, they want to be able to come in and spray all your stuff down. Make sure you got the right signage everywhere. Everybody mask up and social distance. And then you get the seal on your door. You can take that seal, fold it up sideways. Sideways. I don't want it nice and easy. I want it sideways. My wife's going to kill me. She hates that I talk like that. I don't ever cuss. I say shove things up your caboose. That's all that I say. She's not happy with me with that, though. I stole it for Rodney Howard Brown. I did. Second day of the, the, second day of the stand. 
Millions of people potentially tuned in, thousands upon thousands for sure. And he said, take your cell phones. I can't remember what he was talking about, but something to do with COVID. Oh, contact Tracy. Thank you, Aaron. You're the best. That's why I love you. Contact Tracy. You can take, and you know, he's got that South African accent, which makes everything better. Find the nearest jar of Vaseline. Lube it up. He's doing the gestures. Lube it up. And he goes, and shove it up your rectum. That's what he said. Exactly. They stole it from him. And Dan Bongino. Dan Bongino talks a lot about shoving things up your caboose, too. I took caboose from him. Just wanted you guys to give you the theology of caboose and shoving things up. <laughs> so you got it. <laughs> so you got it. He shall be tormented. These are those who take the mark. He shall be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels. You're going to see it. Look at me. You're going to see it. And you won't tell your relative? You're too nice. Well, he's got a good heart. No, he doesn't. Jeremiah 17, 9 says, the human heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? The unsaved heart is that. And the smoke, verse 11 of Revelation 14. And the smoke of their torment ascends forever and ever. For those that think hell is temporal, that's a new hyper grace, worthless garbage that's circulating throughout the church that hell is not real. And if it is, it's temporal. It's not what the Bible says. A lot of Christians need to say out loud, I don't believe the Bible. Say it. You'll feel better. Because God would rather you be cold than lukewarm. Saying you believe something that you don't preach and that you don't live. And the smoke of their tor torment ascends forever and ever, and they have no rest day or night. Who worship the beast and his image and whoever receives the mark of his name. It's not our fight. It's not our time. Really? Green passes, COVID passes, vaccine passes, Excelsior passes. What I just read, that article that I read to you from the Herald, there's never been more of a time to fight. Amen. So what should we do? I'm heading towards the end. What should we do? Matthew 5, 14 says that you are the light of the world. But here's the thing about light. People don't get it. People think light means fairies flying around. I'm the light. I'm the light. Do you feel my presence? No harm. No foul. No conviction. I'm the light. I'm the light. I won't work a nerve in you. I won't tell you one confrontational thing because I'm the light. It's not what light is. Light is brutal. I've told you this numerous times. There is only one mirror in the house that I use to check my fatness. One. It's the one with the least light with the right angle. Oh, man. You look good today. And I go in the other, I go in the bathroom, which is Hope's area, which has like the magnifying lights. Man, fat. I mean, fat. <laughs> like, oh, that's disappointing. One second ago, I was looking good. And now I walk in there, turn on all the lights, and yeesh. There will be no beach for me this summer. If I go on the beach right now, harpoons would start flying out of the air from nowhere. Why am I being harpooned? Oh, we thought you were a whale. 
beached on the shore. I'd have Moat Marine called out to try to drag me back into the ocean. <laughs> no, don't, I want to stay on shore. Get off me. But that's how light is. It's revealing. It's stunning. I've told you this before. You shut off every light in here, every light. You can't see. I'm telling you, you cannot see your hand in front of your face. But it's comforting. A lot of you would be, a lot of you be happy right now if I shut up and put a nice soothing little thing on here and you just drift off. Because darkness is soothing. It is. I'm scared of, no, no. It's what you sleep in. Light is confronting. Let's look at it. John chapter 3, verses 19 and 20. And this is the condemnation. You're not allowed to say condemnation in church. Blame Jesus. Blame him, not me. That the light has come into the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. For everyone practicing evil hates the light and does not come to the light lest their deeds be exposed. Let's go deeper into this. If you refuse to shine light, you're one of them that hates light. Even if you're living in the light and you refuse to shine it, you hate it just as much as those who are practicing evil. You capitulating coward pastor who won't tell people the truth because it'll cost you your career. You're just as evil as those practicing light. If you're not willing to shine it while you're living in it, you hate it just as much as those who are practicing evil. In your excuses, well, I don't preach politics. That's your excuse? Not shining light? What should the church be doing? Exposing darkness. Not not acquiescing to it. Not accommodating it. Exposing it. Well, that will cost me friends. Jesus died alone on the cross. Not one friend. The only closest thing he had to the friend was the guy he took to heaven with him on the cross next to him. Everybody else was busy denying him three times. Being right doesn't mean being loved. Loving does not mean that you'll be loved back. You're not here to be loved. You're here to love. Why are church leaders not talking about this list? Mark of the beast, vaccine passports, COVID-19 survival rate. Why, they, why won't they, oh, because you know, somebody lost somebody to COVID. I lost people to COVID too. The lies, are, the lies about lockdowns, why are they not talking about it? The lies about masks, compulsory vaccines, the WEF, the lies of Anthony, Anthony Fauci, the agenda of Bill Gates, the lies about abortion, the lies that made abortion legal. Six lies that made abortion legal, done by the Democratic Party, the lies of systematic racism, the lies of the World Health Organization, the lies of transgenderism, the lies of homosexuality, the lies of transhumanism. Everybody know what transhumanism is? Because that's next. It's humans and and machines combining. Bill Gates thinks that he's going to be able to download his mind into a computer and live forever. So does Klaus Schwab with the World Economic Forum. Conspiracy theory, conspiracy theory, are you sure? Why is no pastor talking about tyranny and stolen freedom? 
It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Stand firm then, and do not let yourself be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Nobody preaches it, you bunch of cowards. It's not our fight. It's not our time. Why don't you just admit what you are? Listen, when I've, when I've done things that were cowardly in my life, I say it out loud, I was a coward. Everybody's done it. Everybody's sinned. Everybody's been a coward. Say it out loud and repent. Why are church leaders not talking about these things? Love, cowardice, agenda, church growth, church sustenance, church sustaining. If I speak it, I might lose people. Heading towards the end. Everybody good for another couple minutes? I mean, you'll never want it to end. No, I'm just kidding. Where do lies and murder come from? There's only one source. You ought to know it. It's from the devil. John chapter 8, 44 and 45. If you watch the podcast, they use this verse every time. On purpose. Jesus said, you belong to your father, the devil, and you want to carry out your father's desires. He was a murderer from the beginning, not holding to the truth. What made him, what made him so heinous? He is a liar that would not hold to the truth. You're refusing to say things from the pulpit that are true. You're not holding to the truth. Who's your father? I don't care if you're behind a pulpit or not. For there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks his native language. For he is a liar and the father of lies. Jesus said, yet because I tell you the truth, you do not believe me. Obfuscation of truth is, is evil. Humanism is evil. Trust the experts. Love is a vaccinated person. You have to, the, here's the greatest line of humanism that's ever been perpetrated on the church and it was birthed during COVID. You have to use wisdom. And Jesus said, I give you the keys to the kingdom of heaven. Whatever you bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth is loose in heaven. I believe that, Pastor Tom. I believe it. But you have to use wisdom. Oh, really? 1 Corinthians 1, 19 and 20, for it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise and bring to nothing the understanding of the prudent. Where is the wise? Where is the scribe? Where is the disputer of this age? Has not God made foolish the wisdom of this world? This is humanism. Obfuscation of the truth is evil. Revelation 22, 18 and 19, for I testify to everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this book. If anyone adds to these things, God will add to him the plagues that are written in this book. If anyone takes away from the words of this book of this prophecy, God shall take away his part from the book of life. Whoops to Calvinism once again. You can be taken out of the book of life. Yeah, read Revelation chapter 3 verse 5 too. It says the exact same thing. From the holy city and from the things which are written in this book. Next up, weighing consequences of telling the truth is evil. You don't go, should I tell the truth or should I not? Based on how, what's going to happen to me if I do? You tell it. Proverbs 20, verse 10, differing weights and differing measures. The Lord detests them both. 2023, 20, the Lord detests differing weights and dishonest scales. They do not please him. False prophets are evil. Jude 3 and 4. Listen to what was written here. Written by James. I felt, brother of Jesus, I felt compelled to write and urge you to contend for the faith. 
That sounds familiar. I think 99% of churches globally need somebody to write them a letter for them to contend for the faith. That was once for all entrusted to God's holy people for certain individuals whose condemnation was written about long ago have secretly slipped in among you. They are ungodly people. They're perverts who pervert the grace of God into a license for immorality and deny Jesus Christ our only sovereign and Lord. Finishing with this. So what are we to do? There is a restraining. It's up to us. We're all that's left. But that's the way God always does it. There's always a remnant. You're one of the few. You're in church today. You're sitting close to one another. We're one of the few. There's another outpost of freedom up in Tampa called the River Church. There's an outpost of freedom and evangelist Jonathan Shuttlesworth, the only national figure that ever stood up for one second. Where are the rest of them? Where are they? Name them in your mind. Where are they? Except for Rodney Howard Brown. Where are they? What are you, some kind of Rodney Howard Brown? No, I love him. I consider him my pastor. I don't consider him perfect. I'm just saying, where, where's everybody else? They gone. Not a soul anywhere. Not a soul. Amazing to me. I, write, I felt compelled to write you and urge you to stand in the faith. It's up to us. We can turn this entire country around. This remnant of Christianity can turn it around. I'll read it to you in closing. Worship team, make your way. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, 9 through 12. The coming of the lawless one is according to the workings of Satan with all power, signs, and lying wonders, and with all unrighteous deception among those who perish because they did not receive the love of the truth that they might be saved. And for this reason, God will send them a strong delusion that they should believe the lie, that they all may, that they all may be condemned who do not believe the truth but had pleasure in unrighteousness. Here's the solution. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 5-7. through seven. Do you remember that when I was still with you, I told you these things? And now you know what is restraining. Restraining what? The dragon, the mark of the beast, the new world order, it's being restrained. That he may be revealed in his own time. For the mystery of lawlessness is already at work. Only he who now restrains will do so until he is taken out of the way. Some people believe that's the church. Some people believe it's the Holy Spirit. It doesn't matter because we are the temple of the Holy Spirit regardless. So the church holds back and restrains the coming of the beast, the mark of the beast, the dominance of the dragon. All you have to do is be the light of the world. Don't be, don't be consumed any longer with minivans and juice boxes and soccer practices. Or whatever it is that consumes you, motorcycles, RVs and jobs and boats. Times are way too serious for distraction now. No one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life. Then he may please him who enlisted him as a soldier. Don't you get entangled. Amen? We're going to close out right there. Everybody stand here. Thank you for listening to Foundation Church's weekly message. We hope that you have been encouraged and empowered. 
If you would like to partner with us, please visit foundationchurchfl.com and click on Give.